yo, 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 what is good, y'all? It is your boy, Jess Duro, and this is Getting in the Green with Perfect Strangers. I got my side partner with me here, Corey. Season one, episode nine, man. What's good with you, brother? Ah, uh, not much, man. Great night last night, so hopefully we're just going to ride this wave this week. Yeah, man. It seems like a pretty good wave that we can ride. Things are, I guess, kind of normal. Some normal basketball on yesterday, man. How'd you do last night with your picks? I uh, went two for three. Lost that Phoenix game, which uh, they just got smacked in the mouth. Nothing to say about it. Yeah. But cleaned up. I bet I had four units on Chicago by the end of the night. And then I smashed on Brooklyn. So. Can't yeah. complain. Um, DFS didn't play out so well, but as far as bets go, we were pretty pretty dialed in. Yeah, man, it was a fun night. Um, Phoenix was my only play yesterday. Was heavy on that in the morning. Jumped on it, but I saw that game get away very quickly, man. So just looking at the scores really quick, some pretty high scoring games, man. Charlotte went in there, handled business. We talked about that. They looked kind of shitty in the beginning, but. Just turned it around, man. Just turned it around. You didn't even need to live bet them. Just stay with what you had. 123 to 99 against Houston. Chicago went in and got Atlanta 130 to 118. Boston lost to Minnesota. That is wild, man. That was a wild game. 103, 108. Jazz. That's another surprising one. Another surprising one there. I was really, really leaning toward Jazz. Didn't get there. And San Antonio came close. And this is the reason why. Because Jazz aren't covering spreads. Remember we were talking about that, man. They're not covering these spreads. Even though we thought this is their lowest spreads, the book still had it right. I think there was a lot of money on the Jazz, and the Jazz didn't cover the spread, 110-104. Memphis and Phoenix, probably game of the night, man. Game of the night. Heavy, heavy, heavy on Phoenix. Memphis went in there and just smacked them. Went in there and just smacked them. He saw that it was that... Devin Booker three. It was, a, it was a turnover, I believe, by Steven Adams. Timeout. Devin Booker comes down, shoots the three, 113 and 112. And then Ja doing Ja things. Bro, I'm going to tell you this right now. I promise you. I promise you. This podcast that I listened to, The Mismatch with Kevin O'Connor and Vern or uh, Vernon, they're going to go crazy today. I know they're going to go crazy today because he's such a homer with Memphis. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how that goes. Dallas beats Portland. But yeah, we all knew what was going on there. 132, 117. And then Brooklyn handles business, man. What did you say yesterday, bro? Don't you not bet on any L.A. team for the next two weeks, right? <laughs> not just don't bet on that, Bet against them. Even if you yeah. lose one, the Clippers and the Lakers are not going to go on some kind of win streak here. They might sneak one out, but these teams look sad, man. Brooklyn had one player. Harden did everything last night. I think he had 40, 15, and 9 or something ridiculous. That's crazy. Wait, wait, you know, we've never established this. You're not a Laker fan, are you? No. You're a Clipper fan? uh, No. Honestly, I don't even root for a team anymore, man. I just have whoever's making the most money at the time. Here we go. Here but, we uh, go. It does hurt me, though, to be from L.A. and just bet against the Clippers and the Lakers like this. And you're not yeah. going to like our take on this Houston game tonight. 
See, we man, we we had a good five minute run, and then here you go. Here right. you fucking go. Here right, you go. We're here to make money, though, right? We're here to get in the green. <laughs> you got to fight against LA, man. Take your heart out of it. I guess, bro. I guess. <laughs> don't, don't you be coming in here slandering the Lakers. Only I can do that. All right. Only only Laker fans can slander the Lakers. We don't want no outsiders. All right. <laughs> all right, man. We're gonna get into these games today. Side note, man, if you haven't listened to that new Nas album, bro, oof, make you feel good in the morning. Let's get into these games. What we got going? All right, man. First game on the slate, we have Milwaukee Bucks at Orlando Magic. This line is still 12 and a half. I looked at Bovada. There's a couple books I'll look at. Bovada, man. They will always give you an extra hook, which is crazy to me, bro, which is crazy how, how much traffic that that damn book gets. Bovada has it at 13. This is 12 and a half. The over and the under on this is 215 and a half. Hasn't been any movement there. I did see some 11 and a halfs and 12s yesterday. Um, actually, early, early, early this morning, guy on couch was looking at lines at about 230, 330 this morning, man. And um, yeah, the it was kind of short. I think this is a blowout. I think this is a blowout. You've got Divincenzo back in action. You've got the freak back in action. You've got Holiday back in action. I think this is when you start seeing this team steamrolls um, their opponents. I really do. I really, really do. And we're with Orlando, man, and they have absolutely nobody. They don't have anybody. And the guy who I really don't like, but seems to have really the, the the heart of the people especially the orlando fans there is cole anthony um he's out he's out he's out so that's your heartbeat of the team um you could just go down the list i mean mo wagner's out still um it's his conditioning you got some people kind of coming back from from COVID. so we'll see how it goes we will see how it goes you might see some line movement here because you might see some people come back but no cole anthony no problem I like Milwaukee here, man. I will be taking this probably later on in the day. I'll shoot that out in the interwebs. Who do you like here? Players, sides. What are you going for? Yeah, this is this is Milwaukee's game, man. The 12 and a half's not enough. So I'll be jumping <laughs> on Milwaukee here. <laughs> as far as players, though, I can't touch this game. Man, we got burned last night with blowouts and DFS. This game's got a blowout written all over it, so I won't be touching this game for DFS. So DFS, we're thinking that the players are too expensive at this point, right? Like if you're going to get the freak, then you're going to pay 12 bands for that. That, and you're only going to get three quarters out of them, best case scenario here. I don't see the starters going into the fourth. So, yeah, you're going to cut You're going to cut their minutes. I just don't see the value here, especially Milwaukee is completely healthy now. So, yeah. That's just a different beast. Orlando, you could probably find some value, but again, you're probably only going to get three quarters out of the starters, and they might just get ran out of the gym here. Yeah, I hear you, man. This is – I guarantee you we're back at that point to where Orlando shouldn't even put up a – shouldn't get to the century mark here. They mm. should not even get to the century mark. So, yeah, I'm with it, man. I do like Milwaukee. Like you said, it's definitely not enough points. That probably does explain – why the line has moved up a point and a half in some books already. So we saw it, man. We're in agreement. Milwaukee, blowout. Give me Milwaukee. 
Next game on the books, man. We've got Philly at Toronto. Right now, this line is six and a half. Uh, over-under on this is 211 and a half. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, this this line is also moving to uh, Philly's favor, if you will. It is now at seven. Um, this is another team to where you've got Philly getting a little bit healthier. You've got Green out. You've got Drummond out. You've got Shake Milton out, and those are all illnesses. But once this is what happens um, when you start seeing these players get hit with these health and safety protocols. It's back in Toronto, and you've got everyone out. The the I, this is another game, Corey, where this should be double digit. You know, this should be a double digit lead easily. So six and a half now at seven is kind of concerning to me. Um, I really don't care at this point. Philly is another team that's starting to get a little healthier, and I do like. Um, when teams start to get back into their rhythm, they start playing faster. They start playing cleaner with less mistakes. I do like Philly here as well. This could easily be a Philly trifecta. Uh, I'm looking now at their first half spreads. Philly is kind of in the middle of the pack, if you will. I mean, I, when I say middle of the pack, they're fourth. Um, they're away nine and eight and one on first quarter ATS. So that's why I wouldn't jump on the trifecta, if you will. Um, but this does look like a game to where Philly can get them half or first half and full game. So I do like Philly here. I'm not going to take a side on this just yet. I haven't another team. I haven't played much Corey besides the Clippers is Philly, you know, cause they've been all over the place. So I do like Philly here. I think that spread is correct as far as uh, this getting out of hand for Toronto. This will be in double digits by the time this game is over with. Give me Philly minus seven. I do like Philly today. What you got? Players aside, brother. Yeah, I like Philly here. I'm with you. I do think we got to wait on that Siakam news to really feel confident about it. They said there's a chance he clears protocol today. I don't know if he's even ready to play if he does clear, but the problem, though, is Toronto's bigs are out, man, and they're not going to have an answer for Embiid here. I think Embiid's the play on DraftKings tonight. He's all the way up at 12,000, but, man, this guy, <laughs> I'm not even sure who's going to guard him on Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to have to be uh, Boucher. I, you know, Man, I don't know. They're in trouble, though. They are. You you know, you could actually even say something about that. And it's a guy that I like that doesn't really get a lot of recognitions. That Delano Banton guy, mm -hmm. he's pretty solid, man, but he's out. Yeah. He's out. So, yeah, this is just, if you ask me, this is a feast fest. This is like Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner for um, Embiid all day. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that, brother. I do like Philly Siakam. Even, I mean, you're still missing quite a few bigs even for Siakam to come in. So are you going to play him a lot of minutes? No, right? So it, it's still, in this case, it's still a Toronto, a Toronto, um, just a, a abysmal uh, loss here for you. But, but before we start talking like things are guaranteed, it's still six and a half, seven, right? So, I mean, this is not like we're looking at a jazz spread or the previous spread that we just talked about with Orlando and Milwaukee. Um, so six... Six and a half. Those are kind of key numbers in some cases, but I do like Philly, brother. So we good there as well. I'll probably jump on that, but I do. I I, I will take your advice and see what we got going with Siakam. Because if you do have Siakam in, then I'm assuming you're going to see this line come down a little bit, right? Yeah, I think we'd get it down at six. I'm with it. So we can at least go for the push. All right, man. I like that one. I press the button. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. We've got the Wizards at Miami Heat. This line right now is at six. So money is coming in on Washington. This line has gone down. It's 211 and a half. That time we've got it, it's already down to 208 and a half. 208 and a half. You've got a lot of people out. I shouldn't say a lot. I mean, at this standard now, the way the game is being played, but you've got several people out. You've got Bill, who's questionable. You do have uh, NATO, who's out for an illness. You've got KCP, who's out for illness on the Wizards side. Uh, You've got P.J. Tucker, old-ass dog P.J. Tucker, man, who's out indefinitely because of his knee. You've got Cal Lowry out, who's been kind of navigating the ship for a little bit now. He's out with his illness. You've got Deadman, who's a you know a replacement big, if you will, AB's finest. Um, he's out early January, um, and of course you've got Morris, bro. We need to do some digging, man. We need to do some internet uh, FBI work to see why Morris has not played. Dead ass, man. I mean, this guy has not played at all, uh, but he's out indefinitely as well because of his neck. I just wonder if he got his spine rearranged. And we're just not talking about it. Um, Washington is just Washington. They were doing pretty well. They had went on a four-game losing streak, one two against New York and Utah, surprisingly, but did get smacked by Philly one sixteen or one seventeen to ninety six the day after Christmas. Um, yeah, they do play in two days, so this could be a game that you know, honestly, the Heat could kind of let go because you don't know what to expect with the heat, but the heat are on a three game win streak as well, playing some terrible teams and one formidable team, if you will, that's Orlando in which they won 93 to 83. Didn't even get to the century mark Detroit. They beat them 115 to 112 and Indiana. They beat them 125 to to, to 96 out of those last three. They've only covered the spread once. Um, So this, in my opinion, is a game that Miami could win, but not, cover the spread right i just i i don't know what to get with this team or where to go with this team so i won't be playing this game i don't have any interest in this game especially without kyle lowry i know you do have interest in duncan robinson and probably at this point the way he's playing now six man of the year and tyler hero what do you got size players anything looking here i'm waiting on the beal news but my lean here is washington i might even look at washington money line interesting um, if you know Washington's biggest weakness, and they always get just attacked, is down low. But with no Bam, no Deadman, mm-hmm. I don't see Miami really exposing their weakness here. And it's going to be crazy. You're going to see Montrez Harrell's going to be the bigger, the bigger center in this game. Yeah, and the funny thing is, he's not the biggest guy. Oh, he's not him. You know, Daniel Gafford's going to have a size advantage here as well when he comes in. Yeah, I mean, Washington, like if Beal is playing, they're very, very healthy here. You know, the plus six and a half, I think, is a great spot. I think if we get the Beal news, though, that's going to move. But I I think Washington can win this game. And Miami, they're just beat up, man. I know um, we got Jimmy back, but he didn't look great his first game back. And, yeah, you're just missing a lot of firepower. So they're at home. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'd probably look at that under as well. Yeah, which explains why this has already moved down three points, right? So you don't have a lot of pace here. Yeah, I got it. But, yeah, I mean, I'll wait on the Beal news. But if Beal's out, I won't touch this game at all. If he plays, I'll probably get some action on Washington. Yeah, man. No action for me on this piece of shit of a game. 
Next game we have, man, is New Orleans Pelicans at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Pelicans right now are plus five and a half. That is still a plus five and a half. This number has actually gone up. By the time we had this number, it was at 213 and a half. It's moved up a point with 214 and a half. I'm going to tell you, man, I was just looking at the first quarter ATS. Cavaliers are still number one, bro. They are 23 and eight in first quarter covers. Here's the problem. Seven of those losses are at home. <laughs> so I always try to find the angle into which um, Cleveland is away. And I'll bet the first quarter spread here. Now, this is against the Pelicans. Um, I don't know what shot of adrenaline they have over there, what J.B. Bickerstaff has given these guys, bro. But this team is for real. This team is absolutely for real. I was talking to my family, man, over Christmas. And they laughed at me when I was like, yo, you better look out for the Cavs, right? Because it's just not very usual that you talk about Cavs in the postseason, especially with LeBron not being there. Uh, so I'm looking at them right now, 14 and one away, nine and seven at home for quarter ATS. If you look at their first half, they are 24 and seven, 13 and three at home, 11 and four away. So here's the angle. I'm going to go Cavs first half, which I don't have a number just yet. Let's see if I can find a number on this. Um, it's probably going to be a three, maybe two and a half, a three, I'm assuming. I'm going to jump on the Cavs first half. Cavs first half is probably minus three. They dominate at home and first quarter or, or first half spreads and they dominate away first quarter spreads. This is another game to where I just don't see if you have any type of competition, any level of competition with the Cavaliers. You've got Valanchunas, probable, Hart, questionable, Ingram, questionable. That's it right there. That's it right there. You don't even have to go down the list of the other names. Now, for what it's worth, this is... Remember you and I were talking about it probably the week prior to last. And we were going to jump on Cleveland and we we're like, we've got to watch out for the Evan Mobley news. And they still got shit done. They still got it done without Mobley. So you do have a who's questionable. Um, you do have Chetty Osmond who's out. You do have um, Jared Allen who's out indefinitely as well. And then Evan Mobley who's still dealing with the hip. That Jared Allen news does kind of scare me, but this team is just a well-oiled machine right now. It seems like they can get it done with or without their main guys. I do like Cleveland first half here. Right now, maybe that line is short because the books got it wrong. I don't know. These teams don't play until the 30th, that being the Cavaliers, and New Orleans Pelicans don't play until New Year's. Tell me what you got here, man. Player or sides? I'm liking Cavs first half. I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, I like the trifecta here for the Cavs. Ah. And I also think this over-under is off by 30 points. So I'm going to be betting the over. Okay. Extremely heavy. Extremely heavy. Th the this Cavs is pace of play without Jared Allen and Mobley was insane. Garland was pushing the ball up the floor. Markakin and Love were running. They played... This line is set off the whole year's worth of work for the Cavs. Yeah. Down, play this, half court. this is ridiculous. They're going to score 140 again against New Orleans. Wow. He plays no defense here. Yeah, this the over's wrong. I will be taking the Cavs, though, too. I, th I think they get it done here, especially with no Brandon Ingram on that New Orleans side tonight. Yeah. 
Valanciunas should have his way down low. That's if he plays. Yeah, I think I think we're what probable here now. I think he'll end up going. Okay, but I just don't think it's enough, man. I think, man, the speed that Cleveland's playing with right now without their bigs, they just changed their entire game. Just you know, great coaching on their part. They didn't try to stick to the what they were doing. They're just playing to their pieces they have in. And Cleveland's for real. So, yeah, I like the Cleveland trifecta here and just the over, man. The over is the over is a lock. Now, you did just get kind of a little decent win streak. Well, shouldn't even say kind of. Four-game win streak by New Orleans, right? They beat Orlando 110-104. They beat Portland 111-97. They beat Milwaukee in overtime, 116-112, and OKC before they lost to them again the day after Christmas. Do you think that one streak has something to do with this spread being kind of short? I mean, it could, but there was situations in each one of those games that really assisted them. They didn't play a real Milwaukee team. Right, right. You know, Portland was banged up in that game. I think OKC was even banged up that game. I'm not even sure Shea played in that one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the win streak's got something to do with this. but um, And I think Jared Allen being out also, you know, lowered this line. I just don't yeah. think that it's going to affect Cleveland. They have – we already knew they were the deepest team down low. They've yeah. got, they got five or six guys that can play. So, I really don't think it affects them. I do think Valanciunas is a good spot tonight for DFS just because I don't – you know, they don't have the size to really stop him down low. But I'll be looking at Garland, Markake, and some of these guys to run it back with on the Cleveland side, too. No love, huh? No value in love? Maybe a little. You know, I know you put up 40 last game, but I think he's going to have a little bit more trouble here with Valanciunas down low. And I think the guards are just going to really run the show. I think Rubio's a great play tonight. And then Garland's going to do what he does. All right, Corey calling trifecta. I'm a little afraid of that first quarter home or, you know, home um, record there. And I'm calling Cavs first half. I love it there. So it looks like we're both on the Cavs. Yeah, man, pretty good side to be on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. I swear to God, dog. Oh, oh my God. I swear to God, bro. If the Lakers lose this game, I'm breaking shit. <laughs> I swear to God, man. I don't even got an analysis here for this game. I'm just telling you right now. If the Lakers go and lose to the Houston fucking Rockets. I'm going to be one mad individual. And it doesn't look good. The spread is low. You're always going to have the Lakers be um, the favorites, if you will, especially against the Rockets. But, I mean, the Lakers have not showed anything, bro. Five L's in a row. Five L's in a row, dog. Brooklyn, San Antonio, Phoenix, Chicago, Minnesota. You won three games and five L's in a row. <laughs> I promise you. Somebody's got to win this game. Houston's on four L's in a row. And that's Charlotte, Indiana, Milwaukee, and Chicago. First off, I stopped playing Laker games. I just stopped. You know, so 
if we're going to go with the theory that you said yesterday, and then you're going to blindly take the Houston Rockets. I just don't see them losing to the Houston Rockets. But if they lose to the Houston Rockets today, man, it's curtains. It's curtains. I will burn my Laker gear. What you got, man? Side player. Don't don't just take it easy on me. Take it easy on me. You're going to be upset here, man. I started laughing yesterday when the news came in on the Houston side of things for yesterday's game. You know, Kevin Porter Jr. clears protocol. He does. Hit him and wait for Tuesday. Jalen Green clears protocol, but we're going to sit him and wait for Tuesday. Oh, they don't even care about losing to the Hornets. They're about to go smack the Lakers tomorrow, and they know it. They saved everybody. We're not going to waste no minutes. We're not even going to attempt to put these guys in to stop the Hornets. We're just going to go smack up L.A. I let, After I saw the text, I'm like, watch. I, I guarantee the Lakers are going to be favored here. They shouldn't be favored. They're on the road against probably right now what's a better team in Houston. I'm all over the Houston side here. This is brutal. I don't even think. We'll see who ends up playing for the Lakers. I'm sure everybody goes. They had some time off. But, I mean, outside of Jay Sean Tate, Houston is going to probably roll out everybody tonight. Yeah. If that's the case, then, you know, I'll wait on the news because they are going to need Kevin Porter Jr. And James Green here. But, man, this Laker team's in shambles, man. And on the road here against a – Houston team that doesn't play any defense, but yeah, I think Houston's the side here. I even like the over. I don't think 228 and the house very bad. Lakers haven't been playing great D since AD left. So Houston and over for me. Yeah. So I, I, I don't hate you just yet. You did take it kind of easy and you spit in facts. That's fine. Money is coming toward the Lakers though. Open up at four and a half. It's now at five, right? 228 was or 228 and a half is the total that is still the total so people haven't really or your sharps rather because the public's not on it just yet your sharps are kind of agreeing with this total probably waiting for some more news but yeah um I'm, i'm afraid i'm afraid because we're always saying you just give this team time and i i'm just afraid we're two games under 500 um houston was a team that you know they had went on a little run to where we were looking at them like yo these boys are playing and now that you got all your players back they could get into form again and the lakers are that type of team that you can get right with because the lakers are just not right um we didn't resign a um it you know to another 10-day contract he was averaging nine points in the four games that he played i don't see why we didn't take him again you know i don't I just I just thought he was a little bit of boost of energy that we needed. Um, and so I just th- this one's weird to me. I am not really happy about this game. I'm not. I'm really scared. I'm it's really a scared. Please lose for the Lakers. If they win, I mean, who cares? They beat Houston. And if you lose, you lost to Houston. So right. <laughs> it's just it's just not a good spot for them it's to be not, in here. Bro, it's not. Would this game's like whatever, it's Houston. What do you think? All right, man. So I'm not touching this game at all. This is a game I'm going to watch probably angrily. I know Guy on the Couch is going to watch this mad as hell, too. Um, the, the only two Laker fans that really, really, really hate what the Lakers are doing right now. So we'll see. We will see. Yeah, man. I do think this is going to be a pretty decent game. 
Line open at four and a half. This is right now at five. Knicks minus five over and under on this was 213 and a half. Has moved down a whole point to 212 and a half. Sharps are hitting New York and they're hitting the under. Um, right now, we do have this team kind of even record, right? The New York Knicks are pretty much the Lakers of the East. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're right now 15 and 18 against Minnesota, who has a record of 16 and 17. Minnesota um, plays in two days, or New York plays in two days. Minnesota plays in a few days. They are at home. Um, they're missing some key players. Um, this is their back-to-back, right? This would be their back-to-back here. They did play last night. Um, and they didn't have set pieces that you did have Ant or, or Ant-Man is now out indefinitely out indefinitely. You've got Ant-Man out. You got Patrick Beverly, who's questionable. You got Nas Reed, who's out indefinitely. This illness is ran back through another team. Um, so this is what you have here, but on the New York side, it's no better. You've got IQ who's out. He's going back into conditioning. You've got Daniel house. Who's questionable. Um, you've got Rose who's been out and will stay out until late February. And you've got Kevin Knox who's out indefinitely as well as, as well as uh, Nerland's Noel, man. I, I, I don't get the Knicks. I don't get the Knicks. They're another win-loss, win-loss, win-loss team. So it looks like they should lose this game. They beat Atlanta on uh, Christmas Day, 101-87. They did look pretty good, man. They did look pretty good. I did watch that game, but you didn't have anybody for Atlanta, right? And every everybody on Atlanta decided to shoot threes. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Minnesota turned around and beat Boston. Uh, last night, 108 to 103. They did lose to Utah, 116 to 128. They did lose to Dallas as well, 114 to 102. Um, in, in spite of their losses, they are covering the spreads, right? So now you have Minnesota as a home dog. I would tell you right now, man, I think Minnesota can get this done. I really do. I really do. So I'm looking at Minnesota. I want to see what these lineups look like. What do you have as far as sides or players? I think I'm on the Knicks side here. I don't know if I'll bet it. I have a hard time putting hard-earned money on the New York Knicks. Yeah. Even when they're the right side of these things. <laughs> uh, it's tough to bet on the Knicks, man. I do think the Knicks are the side here, though. They're healthier. Campbell Walker's looked great since they've put him back in the rotation. Can't really figure out why he got kicked out of the rotation. But yeah, the guy's been on an absolute tear since he's been back. Minnesota's depleted. They're off. Of, they're coming off a of back-to-back here. I just think they run out of gas. I think Randall's going to have his way down there with Nathan Knight at center. <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple good plays. I do think Nathan Knight is a good play on DraftKings, though. He's super cheap. We're almost mm-hmm. getting him at the bare minimum. You've got, you know, Kemba Walker at 6,900 is a good spot the way he's been playing. Yeah, yeah. But. I mean, Patrick Beverly, is he out again? Yeah. He's probably going to be out again. Yeah. Yeah. I think Does it matter? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is a good defender, though. He's he was, was taking me off of Kemba a little bit on DFS. Yeah. He was playing. But, yeah, I mean, God, I probably just won't go to the window because I just personally hate to bet on the Knicks. But the Knicks are the side here, I think. And the over-under, hard to t- hard to say, man. Yeah, look at these trends, man. Over is 6-0 in the Knicks' last six games. Over is 5-0 in the Knicks' last five games, following a straight-up win. Over is 4-0 in the Knicks' last four road games versus a team with a winning home record. So it looks like, to your point, 
it could go over. This is not enough, and that probably explains also why the number has gone up a point. The Sharps pounded that over, and it's up already. It may go up another hook, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah, I probably won't get there either, but you've kind of talked me into New York as far as the side, rather, right? I mean, it's still fucking New York. God. But like you said, Kimma messed around and got a triple-double on Christmas. I mean, they kind of gave it to him with that damn uh, rebound, you know, at the end. <laughs> but he did get his triple-double, man. Hadn't had that for about six years or so, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, we will see, man. I probably won't get there. But if I am going to get there, I am jumping over on the New York Knicks side. Yeah, man. Right now, this is probably a game I will never, ever touch. Never, ever touch. Another team on that list who I do very, very, very seldom play is OKC. Right? So right now, OKC, we've got them at five and a half. Over under on this is 218 and a half. That line is still the same in the books now, but the total has moved up to 219 and a half. I'm going to look at the Kings first half over under ATS or not Kings. Um, yeah. So they they've dropped to 17 and 14 for a while, man, you were cashing that Kings first half, right? They were doing pretty good first half. Um, so I could, would think that this would be a look for them. However, um, at home, they're only eight and seven, right? So this is another team that does better away. They're nine and seven away. First half ATS records looking at them on the first quarter. Um, they're even worse, right? Um, as far as where they fit in, but they do have a good record nine and six first quarter spreads, right? So if you do like a side, some people probably will jump on the Kings here. Um, looking at this lineup right now, uh, the Kings themselves, they play on the 20 or, or they play on the 29th against Dallas in which they've lost against OKC plays on the 29th. They've both played on the 26th, so they do have equal rest, and they will have equal rest going into their next game. But Sacramento, man, three-game losing streak. They lost the Clippers, Golden State, and Memphis. And you've got OKC, who's won a couple games, then lost one, and then won against New Orleans. If OKC can beat New Orleans, man, anybody should be able to beat New Orleans going back to our last game. So this is a game here in which if I'm going to take a side, and I'll probably get there, it's going to be the Kings' first quarter. I'll probably go Kings first quarter. They are the healthier team. Um, you do have some people out for OKC. They've got Pukasevsky who's out, Darius Baisley who's out, Robinson Earl who's out, and Terrence Mann. And this is all because of illness, right? So this is this whole COVID situation again. And Sacramento is the healthier team with all of their players. Just missing, you know, a couple with their own illnesses, and that's Mitchell, Lynn, and Kata. Um, So I do like the Kings here, but I'll probably just step on them first quarter. They have a good first quarter spread ATS or good first quarter ATS record, that being 10 and 6 at home. So I think they can beat them by three points, four points in the first quarter. Who do you like here? Nobody. Um, you know, my <laughs> problem with these two teams is we finally got their starters healthy and it's kind of hard to remember how good these teams were playing healthy. It's been months now since either of these teams have had their full, full allotment of weapons. So, you know, the other problem for DFS, because they've had so many injuries and COVIDs, everybody's priced out of this world for both of these teams. Mm -hmm. 
So they're not really playable on DFS. Yeah, I might give like a Rashawn Holmes a look here. Just got that he's got a good matchup. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but you got Bagley back in the rotation now too, taking minutes. So it, it's just tough. I I would lean Sacramento here, but you know, I think a healthy OKC team, there was a point there where they just kept covering spreads when they were healthy. They weren't getting any respect. Yeah. They were keeping games close. I think it's the same thing here tonight. They'll probably keep this game close. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say Sacramento's the lean, but I won't be betting this game. I got you. Yeah, no interest. I mean, like I said, OKC is one team I do not bet a lot of anyways. You know, so I I probably – um, I only look the opposite way whenever OKC is playing. And maybe it's just me bitter because of how they beat the Lakers earlier in the season when they were down 26 points. So there's been a lot of moving parts over there. Like Daigle's had the head coach there has had his hands full. So, yeah, um, if I've got a side, I'm probably going to take the Kings. I do like the Kings first quarter ATS record. This seems like this is a team that they can easily win by four points. Not rushing to the window here at all. Right, not rushing to the window at all on this quarter, but I would take the Kings first quarter, possibly not even first half. But I, this would be a play I make really, really late. Last game on the slate, man. We've got Denver at Golden State. This line was at seven and a half, two fifteen and a half on the over and under. It is now moving to Denver side. It is now Golden State minus seven. The spread on this, or the total rather, is two sixteen and a half. The line is going, or the total is going up on this. A lot of people out. On the Warrior side and a lot of people out on the Denver side. With this line going to seven, I believe this tells me Gordon is playing. I kind of feel that way, right? He is questionable with his hammy. Um, Howard is also questionable um, with his knee. You still have con- some conditioning issues on the Golden State side, so Jordan Poole is not in. Iguodala has gone to probable. Um, Green is out indefinitely. Lee is out indefinitely. Moody is out indefinitely. Um and we're still waiting on Wiseman and Clay Thomas, right? So this is a game in which I would usually step on Golden State. It is a game I would usually step on them. Denver doesn't play until the 30th. Golden State doesn't play until the 30th. Golden State have had a little bit of rest. They played on Christmas. Denver played the day after beating the Clippers uh, 103 to 100. Now, Denver is not covering spreads. They're winning games and losing games, but they're not covering spreads, right? So if this is a game where you like Golden State, I would probably jump on Golden State right now. I probably would. Or just see if you get this line move another hook once you do get the Aaron Gordon news. Highly doubt it does, but I think Sharps know that he's coming back here. Um, On Golden State side, man, last 10, they've only lost two, right? So they're still getting things done. However, um, they're not covering spreads. Now, that was the earlier in this 10-game uh, run that they've been on. They beat Phoenix. They cover that spread. Uh, they did play Memphis. They covered that spread, and you saw what Memphis did to Phoenix. So right now, if we're talking about the battle of the West, who's better, uh, it's probably got to go to Golden State, how they're currently playing now and the teams they've beaten. Um, so if I am going to take a side here, I am looking at Golden State. Probably would be a live bet if this line doesn't move too much because we know how Golden State is in the third quarter. 
right? We know how they work in the third quarter. So right now my lean is Golden State. We do have that line at seven right now. You'll probably get a better line. Um, who do you like here? Sides, players, total, anything? Yeah, I'm on Denver here. Oh, I don't God. think I don't think the books or you are giving enough credit to Draymond Green here for the Golden State Warriors. Okay. I mean, that guy looked great on Christmas and is just he's just their glue guy. He's their hustler, he's their defender, he's the you know, Steph Curry's ability to get rid of the ball out of his hand so he can move off the ball. He does it all for this Warriors team. And with him being out, I think the Warriors might be um, in some serious trouble down low here, especially if Aaron Gordon's back. Hmm. One, I'm going to get a little Funko pop of the Joker here on my wall because I play that guy every time he plays on DFS. So, <laughs> I mean, I might just need to start supporting that guy. Um, so the Joker is a must play here because there's just nothing down low for the Warriors that's going to be able to stop him from doing what he wants. And I think this Denver team's getting healthy, man. And Denver was dangerous, healthy at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They're a dangerous team. They're getting seven and a half points here. And yeah, I think the Warriors are just missing too much, man. I think Draymond is exponentially more important than than this line suggests. So I'm on the Denver side here, plus seven and a half. Interesting. Interesting. That is interesting, man. I, I like how we can even when we're we go over these games, I like how we talk through these games. And you usually got to do that, Corey, because you do see things um, that other people don't and vice versa. Uh, I do have to completely agree with you. I believe Draymond is the heartbeat of that squad, right? The reason why Steph has these threes is because Draymond just knows where to throw him the ball when he gets open. There's some plays that I've seen, Corey, to where they're not even communicating. It's just, I don't know if they have, you know, ESP or whatever, but these guys... Draymond knows where Steph is going to be, right? To the point to where they run this off the ball, off off ball movement is just, I don't even want to go deep in there, but you are right, man. You are right. I, I believe wholeheartedly that Draymond uh, is a huge loss, even though I like Looney. I really do like him. Um, he's no Draymond Green. So I'm going to go over my picks, man. Right now, I'm looking heavy in Milwaukee's direction. Haven't gotten there yet, but I'm probably going to play Milwaukee. I do like Philly as well. Philly is a great look. Um, I believe they can get it done. This team is healthy and getting healthy. Um, I do like Cavs first half as well. I probably will jump on that. I don't have a line for that on Bovada's end, so I'll probably look at Pinnacle or Bet Online. And I do like the Kings. Jeez, this coffee is kicking in. Got me all got my stomach all messed up. Uh, Kings first quarter here. I'm going to probably look at King's first quarter here. So those are my main plays. The play I'm going to hit probably the hardest is going to be Milwaukee and Cavs first half. What do you got going, brother? What plays are you looking at that you're guaranteed going to hit hard? I know you said you're going heavy on Milwaukee. I don't think people know, Corey, when you mean heavy, how much money is really involved. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to hit we're going to hit them heavy. You know, there's a couple here, though. I think I think Milwaukee heavy. I do like Philly for a small bet. And I think Cleveland over is might just be my smash spot of the day. We'll see how it looks as we get closer to tip. But that game's going over, and, and I got, you know, Cleveland on the trifecta. So that might be where I end up with the most money tonight. And then, you know, I'm obviously throwing a bet on Houston because 
if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? All right. <laughs> You're so, an asshole. You are an asshole. <laughs> on DFS, though, I'm looking at the Joker. I'm going to try and build around him. Uh, hopefully get some of these Washington guys in, some, you know, maybe some value there in Toronto. Houston Laker game is going to be set up pretty well. But this is a good night, man. And I will say, man, it sucks for quality of basketball we're going to get to watch, but this is a dangerous time for some of these teams that are getting the second wave while other yeah. teams are completely healthy. Yeah. You know, it's just like in that Milwaukee case, man. You're getting a team, a good team at full health against a team that, you know, it's getting decimated again. Right. We're right. going to see some, some real blowouts here. Um, if this trend continues, no, I actually got no socks on. You want to see the toes? Oh, God, God, this brother. Nobody wants to see the hammer time. <laughs> but, no. uh, yeah, dangerous time right now for the NBA. We're going to see a lot of blowouts here if this continues. So, yeah, yeah. Think, you know, as far as for betting, though, you know, it's hard for the books to get spreads right when you're considering blowouts. You know, it's the Alabama effect from college football. You just can't make right. the line high enough. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think we got that in the Milwaukee game tonight. I mean, 12 and a half looks a little sticker shock at first. But when you look into it, man, they should win by 20. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, we will see, man. We will absolutely see. Uh, I will be watching that Laker game. Um, I probably should come over your house and start breaking shit, especially the way you're talking. So <laughs> I might just have to bring guy on couch with me, man. We might just have to mob up there and drink some beers man and just anger hate watch the laker game uh but that is it man really good slate today i'm curious to see how the games go um if you haven't already make sure you like and subscribe uh to the youtube channel this has been getting in the green with perfect strangers this is episode nine man we are just coasting dog we're just coasting um so yeah same bat time same bat channel on tomorrow thank you all for viewing it's been right